and welcome to another episode of Relatively Relatable. I'm your host, Sarah Chappé. And I'm your other host, Jake Cooley. The Relatively Relatable podcast is a weekly podcast about life, trends, and advice from two people who have no business giving it. Relatively Relatable is brought to you by Blank Slate Link. And to find out more, you can head to our Instagram page at Relatively Relatable Pod. Jake? <clears throat> Do you realize that the last like three episodes you've not said that? I know, but it like hurts my brain to not say it. It's just like get in there. And I say don't it. even. I don't even think about it anymore. I don't. I have no other words. I don't know how to transition. It's just where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> We've had this conversation before, so I don't have anything new to add. I don't think. Well, I'll tell you about my day then. Okay. So, uh, my friend Montana, we all know Montana, all of us who listen. Uh, yeah, because Montana is the only other person that listens. <laughs> um, she had mentioned that she's cutting back on her caffeine. And okay. I was like, oh, that's, you know, maybe I should do that because I was convicted Sunday. I was drinking coffee and Ashley texted me and said, do you want Starbucks? And I said, yes. And I had not even finished the coffee I was drinking. <laughs> and I was like, man, I'm kind of borderlining a, a addiction to this, which I feel like people who drink coffee, they're like, it's not an addiction, but like it is because it's a stimulant. And so well, you I was, go through with like legitimate withdrawals if you stop having caffeine. Yes. So that's what happened to me these last two days. Because um, mm. it's always good if you t- do something regularly. Like if you eat a regularly same amount of food or caffeine or whatever to like not eat that or drink that for a little bit, reset. I don't and, understand. Huh? I don't understand. Okay. Well, I've I was been eating the same meals every day for the last nine months. Okay. Probably well, longer than that. If you drink coffee as much as I do, it's always good to give your heart a break. Probably. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to like go this week without drinking coffee. Nope. Tomorrow I am hitting it hard. Today's Tuesday. Yep. Tap in the vein. (laughs) (laughs) I have done nothing. And the other thing is that I've been getting up earlier. I've been trying to get up earlier to be more productive. Mm. And so my body was like, listen, if you're going to get up earlier, you have to drink coffee. And if you're not going to drink coffee, you either have to take a nap in the middle of the day or you have to (laughs) sleep till 10. So I'm going to hit the coffee again tomorrow. Have you tried anything not caffeine-based? Like matcha? There's caffeine in matcha. Oh, no. <clears throat> I need the caffeine. That's the whole problem. Um, I mean like a nootropic, like an herbal thing. Uh, Like a green tea? Green tea has caffeine. <laughs> I don't understand what you're saying then. You know, like those mushroom powders or whatever. Oh, supposed to be. I've heard those I've been, are so good for you. I've been taking one um, and I think it helps. I can't really say that it's like changed my life, but um, I definitely feel like it helps. The days that I don't take it, I feel like I'm way more foggy than the days that I do take it. Yes. That's the biggest thing is that I don't feel like my brain ever got going. Mm. You know, when you See, like do a... I kind of uh, never feel that way. <laughs> you don't? No. Oh. Especially like in the mornings, I feel like I finally start to get turned on like way later in the day. And by that point, I'm actually just like tired of working. Yeah. <laughs> so like my brain has caught up to me, but the rest of me is tired. So yeah. I, uh, I'm learning that whatever however my body chemistry or just the way that I'm wired just does not um play well with the corporate expectation of eight mm-hmm. to eight to five. Mm-hmm. So I think we've talked about this before. But yeah. Yeah. It's it's not fun. But. Yeah. Well, so anyways, if maybe if I would have had something to like if I was gonna take the coffee or like stop drinking coffee and like switch the mushroom right away, then I could have like eased in come off that caffeine addiction, but how much caffeine do you drink in a day? Enough to be feeling this way. You don't even know. Like, you know, those big Mason jars. 
I just fill that up and just drink it throughout the day. With just regular drip coffee or with cold brew or what? With uh, pour over coffee, yeah. <laughs> and then I so usually like, go to Starbucks and get a venti cold brew. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, I mean, you where you messed up here was going cold turkey. Uh, for sure, 100%. Like you should, I mean, like with any drug, you should taper taper it off. Yeah, well, I didn't realize how addicted. I thought I was like a little addicted, but now I'm like, wow, I, I mean, really got a problem. That's like multiple hundreds of milligrams of caffeine a day, I'm sure. Yeah, well. Like a, a big mason jar is probably two or three cups. Yeah. So that's like 150 milligrams right there, I think, or more. Well, maybe that's why I've been so productive lately. But yesterday and today, I've done nothing but nap and just stare at the wall. Yeah, the come down. Yeah. That's, so that's fun. That, that's going on right now. I uh, Caffeine has never really been one of my vices. I just, I love the taste of coffee. I love the smell of coffee. I love the way... It yeah. makes my body feel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I definitely, I have a cup of coffee every morning and I definitely, I really like it. I don't know that, I don't know that the caffeine is what does it for me though. I think it has more to do with the, the routine aspect of it. Yeah. Like that's what triggers my brain to know that it's time to go. Yeah. Because like the pre-workout that I take has like 150 milligrams in it and like I can take that and then take a nap. Yeah. Like the only thing that would keep me awake is the fact that it makes my face itchy. Ugh. Like coffee doesn't do that. Well, no, because it doesn't have vasodilators in it. Oh, I can't have those, but <laughs> I can you sure know, have a strong cup of coffee that's going to... Make your make, heart pitter-patter. Make me feel like I'm an addict. Yeah. So how do we start talking about this? I was just telling you about my day. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry that you're you're going through all that. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> maybe maybe uh, still don't drink as much as you had been though. Yeah, I'll maybe I'll ease back into it. Do you feel like you have a hard time sleeping? Uh, I have actually had a harder time sleeping without it because mm -hmm. my body hurts and. Like my joints ache, which I don't know if that's related, but like the last two days I haven't been drinking coffee and I've had the worst sleep I've had in a long time. And, mm. um, I slept, I took a nap both yesterday and today, like about one, I just crashed and I had to mm -hmm. take a nap. And so that probably makes sleeping difficult, but I like can't get comfortable and I'm just like irritated. Mm. Yeah, those are like side effects of withdrawal. Irrita irritability, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, somebody give me a cup of coffee. Yeah, I mean, I've been pretty irritable lately, but I'm not withdrawing from anything, so. Yeah. Can't can't really correlate it, but. Well, cool. Uh, has Montana's caffeine thing been easier? I think so. She has much more willpower than I do. Or maybe she just wasn't drinking as much as you were. That could also be true. <clears throat> yeah, I would say you should start by just like having one cup in the yeah. morning. Yeah. Not a mason jar. Like a, a metric, like an actual cup. Oh, not like one so giant little. cup. <laughs> like that's 10 ounces. 16 ounces. ounces. <laughs> okay, well, to each their own. I mean, I feel like when you do pour over, the it, it becomes more worthwhile to make more, right? Yeah. See, I just have a Keurig, so I it's like a hassle to make more than one yeah. cup. I just make a like a huge thing of it and then I put it in a jar and put it in the fridge. So then I have like it for the next day, which I think mm. concentrates it, but man, is it good. <laughs> Spoken like a true addict. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Can we pause real quick? <laughs> I have to poop so bad. Just keep it going. You want me to keep it running? Did you already pause it? No. Yeah, just keep it running. Okay, I'll be, it'll go. It'll be quick. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm so sorry.
I feel like I can't even look at you the same way. <laughs> I was like waiting for a break in the conversation, like a good transitional spot because I was not going to be able to make it. So you can't transition the conversation, but you can transition to poop well, from conversation I mean, to poop just I like seamlessly. I was like waiting for our conversation to, you know, have been over so that hmm. it wouldn't be, it wouldn't have been jarring like if you cut it. <laughs> But I was like, I can't wait till the end of this episode. Okay. Okay, I'm sorry. <clears throat> That's okay. I'm going to leave all that in. Please don't. Just cut out the awkward silence. <laughs> please don't, please. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's why I've stopped drinking coffee. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about today? <laughs> so today is our 2020 wrap-up. Oh boy. Which is bleak. <laughs> yeah. What a year it's been. What a year it's been. So I, there was something that I literally forgot happened. And then there were even mm -hmm. things like that you mentioned that I was like, oh yeah, that mm -hmm. too. So I thought we could just go through some hot points, our overall yeah. feels of the 2020 season and, uh, okay. and wrap it up, wrap it up yeah. in a nice little bow. Milestones. I like how you laid this out. I, I think uh, <laughs> last year for the, we did the decade wrap. Yeah. That was a lot. Yeah. I have recently had people say they've been binge listening to our episodes. Really? And they just listened to the decade one and that they had some notes for me that I got it wrong. It was not Rebecca Black who's saying Friday or something. It was Carly Rae Jepsen. I don't know. I got it wrong. It's Rebecca Black. So Carly Rae Jepsen. Maybe. I think is I said maybe. yeah. I said call me maybe was Rebecca Black, and so oh. they these people are probably taking notes to make sure I'm fact checking us now. Oh gosh. Yeah, they said they're going to start a second podcast of just reviewing our podcast. <laughs> So are these people Stefan and Ashley? <laughs> no. Oh, really? They're not. So Interesting. we've got fans. This would be. Yeah. Cool. I'll leave it a secret. All right. Um, okay. So I'll just, I'll just get going. If you would like to do this as a drinking game, anytime we say quarantine or COVID or anything, go ahead and take a shot. If you end up in the hospital, that is not on us. Our lawyers have advised us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We can't be held accountable for anything. Not a, that you held do. accountable, no. Um, okay, so kicking off the year 2020 in a splendor, we had the Australian brush fires, <clears throat> uh, which burned 47 million acres, but that actually started in December 2019. So it went for like a month. -ish, yeah, so this was last longer. year. That doesn't count. <laughs> doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, but that was like, I remember how sad that was because I would see pictures of like kangaroos just like staring at the like, fire oh, that stuff's so sad kangaroos are like rats you know that right they're like deer in australia but still i don't want to think of a deer just like burning alive yeah that's a pretty bad way to go yeah that is just so sad pretty morbid yeah so moving on from the, that we thought that was going to be the worst boy were we so wrong yeah <laughs> um, January 8th, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry quit the royal family. Mm. Sad to see him go. Hate so, to see it. have you heard all of the conspiracies about, oh my gosh, have you heard me slur like every word right now? Man. Yeah. <laughs> have you heard the conspiracy theories about why they left? Um, was it just to, it wasn't just to make money? No. So, if people are watching The Crown right now, uh, they are, so basically the show, the crown is like a dramatic reenactment of Queen Elizabeth, the current queen. Um, and she, they're up to the point where like princess Diana is alive. So like in the nineties mm. and the conspiracy theory is that the Royal family had princess Diana killed. And so she was gonna like, I don't know, leak something about the royal family. And so Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, Prince Harry is her son, found out about this and they've been trying to like silence them. And Meghan Markle gets super bullied by the 
uh, British like tabloids, like the Daily Mail and yeah. stuff. And so they were like, we out. Hmm. Yeah. That'd be a reason. That'd be a good yeah. reason to do it. Yeah. Um, I was pretty convinced that they just realized they could make a lot of money by not being in the royal family. Maybe that weighed into it also. Didn't they move to Canada or something? I don't know. I thought they moved back to the United States because she's a citizen here. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they don't want us to know. Maybe they want to be inconspicuous. Maybe they're one of these alien people that is on the underground base in Mars. Yeah, maybe. Did you, you hear about all that? <laughs> no, I didn't. We can make another episode about that. Oh, no. <laughs> It'd be pretty fun to dissect with you, I think. Ooh, okay. Let's do it. So, yeah, that was January 8th. And then just when we thought that's the only pivotal thing that was going to happen this year. The next then. day, January 9th. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were, okay. Uh, no, I'll, let, I'll let you really bring the hammer on this one. <laughs> Gosh, what a disaster. Um, the Who, the band, um, <laughs> they've gotten into reporting on world current events, and um, they announced that COVID-19 outbreak in Wuhan, China was a thing. Yes. And we all thought, damn, that sucks for them. There's no way it's coming here. There's no way. Hope they can get through all that. This yeah. is this is probably the most frustrating thing for me about the entire year was that um, I can't, I don't know if I've talked, if I've said any of this on the podcast. So depending on how you feel about COVID, don't come at me, but <laughs> um, we all saw this coming. Yeah. The whole thing. We saw it coming almost a year ago now. Yeah. And... Um, my, the job that I have, we, we work with, um, a lot of the supply chain over in China and Taiwan and, you know, all these Asian countries. And at first our, our knee jerk reaction was, oh my gosh, this is so inconvenient for us because now mm. our projects are going to get delayed because they, they had originally, um, the Chinese government extended, the uh, Chinese new year on a mandatory basis for, for by one or two weeks, I think. So the whole, co the whole country shuts down for Chinese new year. Mm -hmm. So we already don't get really anything done in mm -hmm. on our side of things um, during that time. And so we we're like, Oh my gosh, this is going to be, you know, these two weeks are really going to kill us. Yeah. And uh, just nobody thought maybe yeah. this would, you know, make its way over here. And, they were all like on lockdown and then working from home and all this. And um, for the most part, all we could think about was how inconvenient it was for us that they were in this position. And then right. three months later, we're all working from home and it's a disaster <laughs> and uh, still have not recovered. And I feel like they're in a, in a better place about it all than we yeah. are right now. Yeah. And so it's like, I feel very silly sometimes. Um, like I noticed... A couple months ago, I think it was like July. Um, I was couple talking to. Ago. Yeah, that feels like a couple months ago. Six months ago. Um, I was talking to one of our my my teammates over in Taiwan, and um, he was like, "So, are you guys, um, are you okay? You're all still working from home or whatever?" And I was like, "Dude, I feel so freaking silly that we're like just now starting to figure out what's going on, and yeah. you guys have been like through the ringer for yeah. a full three or." five months before yeah. we even started to take it seriously. So it was, um, yeah, it's, this, this is a huge miss. Not oh, only, sure. I mean, the United States has really, really missed the ball here, but yeah. a lot of other countries have like did the same thing. So yeah, it's like watching a tidal wave and you're just standing on the beach, like nah, it'll stop. <laughs> yeah. And then you just get breaking. Yeah. Slammed with it. I remember watching, like keeping up to date with it on Twitter because I was just like, oh, wow, that's kind of scary. You know, there's this like, but I also remember when like Ebola was going through like Africa and we were yeah. like, oh no, there's like an Ebola patient here in the United States. And they brought them to Nebraska because we have UNO, the medical mm -hmm. uh, UNMC. And so they yeah. brought him here and I remember that being huge. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what if we all get Ebola? 
I feel like people were way more concerned about that than COVID. Yeah. And like they're, which I shouldn't be worried about because they have like vaccines for it. Like there's stuff for Ebola. There's a very, a lot of, there is, I just watched a TikTok about it. (laughs) (laughs) It's like almost immediately deadly though. Yeah. But the, the thing about COVID that was so scary at the beginning is we knew nothing about it. Yeah. And we didn't know how it was transmitted. And so I just remember being like, oh my gosh. And you would see the spread, you know, it started going into like Italy and then that was really bad. And you're just like waiting. Okay. Then it's the first one in America. Okay. Now it's the first one in Nebraska. And yeah, you're just like waiting for it to like get closer and closer. Oh yeah. Um, to me, it's funny because it reminds me of how everyone in the Midwest like stands out on their porch in the middle of a tornado. Yes. <laughs> like it's the same, it's the same yeah. mindset. Like, yeah, I'm just going to watch it happen because it's never going to hit me. And then it does. And then yes. they're like, oh my gosh, my kid got sucked up into that tornado. <laughs> you know how it Billy. goes. <laughs> yeah, you do know. I've lost so many Everybody's kids to tornadoes. Everybody's been there. Everybody's lost yeah. a kid to a tornado. I, I know. shouldn't say that. but <laughs> Okay. January 26th, Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gianna died in a helicopter crash with seven other people. Yeah, thanks for saying seven other people. They were not the only ones there. What? Yeah. I just didn't, you know, I wanted to do justice to the other souls on board. Yeah, that was crazy. I was on Twitter right when it happened and my app crashed because so many people, like I was Mm. updating just my newsfeed and it like updated immediately. It was literally like, zero minutes ago and mm-hmm. I texted you and I was like, did you see Kobe Bryant died? And you're like, what? I'm like, mm-hmm. it was a helicopter accident. And then my, I couldn't find anything else because it was just like blowing up. Yeah. I thought it was fake for a long time. Yeah, I did too. <clears throat> and by that, I mean like a few minutes until it was pretty quickly corroborated by a ton of yeah. sources. But Well, I think the first source was like TMZ. Yeah. So it's like, okay, what? And it was about like a this? cell phone video of just like right. some e. helicopter crash. Yeah. And I think the thing that was crazy is in my lifetime, there's never been like a high profile person that like we grew up with knowing the mm-hmm. name and like watching that had passed. Like I remember Michael Jackson dying, but it's not like I was really affected by him or like, yeah. You know what I mean? So, or like my mom would be like, Prince died. And I'm like, whoa, that's terrible. I mean, obviously it's of a where? person. <laughs> yeah, but like I know his like impact on pop culture and like our society, but Kobe Bryant being the first person that I'm like, holy cow, that's like nuts. Yeah, yeah it's pretty I agree. And a weird experience. <laughs> and just like COVID. <laughs> This is another easily avoidable thing. And that's the most, that's the saddest thing. Oh, about the it. helicopter crash. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, from what I remember, the visibility was just like ridiculous, like yeah. super foggy or whatever. And I don't know if this was a case of someone on board was like, no, we need to go cause we're in a mm-hmm. hurry. Like we have to get to this basketball tournament or if the pilot was just like, this is Kobe on board. So I'm going to not, I'm not going to like say we can't go. Right. But Somewhere along the line, someone messed up and uh, they should have never even been in the been in the air. Like yeah. the LAPD wouldn't even fly their helicopters that day because it was so foggy. Oh, wow. Visibility was so bad. So um yeah, there was a lot of a lot of issues here. Yeah. Uh, there's a ton of conspiracies about that as well, as there will be with probably any high profile death. Yeah. Um what, but what the, are the theories here? <laughs> that uh he was a part of like the Illuminati or something. Jeez. And he was a sacrificial death. So they had to sacrifice so many people or something. And so him and his daughter were, which is just like, like, it's so sad. Like, stop. This is like a whole <laughs> year has not even passed of his yeah. death. And you guys are like saying that he sacrificed his daughter. Like, shut up. Right. Like you're being so the, insensitive. Uh, the Illuminati is like the most mouth breather conspiracy <laughs> theory. Yeah. Like it's the most ridiculous. I mean, I understand the theory of like the shadow government, you know, or right. whatever, but yeah, just like this whole celebrity involvement in this like secret underground society. Yeah. It's very like, um, 
Nicolas Cage. Uh, yes, National Treasure. National Treasure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. It it pisses me off. Anytime anyone so tries known. to seriously say the Illuminati is the source of anything important that happened. Yeah. I cannot be in the same room with people like that. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just it's if anything really was going on, you wouldn't know about it. Right. So it's a, for the fact that it's so well known, don't you think they would be like, well, let's rebrand a little bit? <laughs> like, I don't know. Come on. Yeah. Call it Amway instead. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Moving into February, uh, uh, yeah. Trump was impeached and then ultimately acquitted. I felt like that was last year. It was February. All right. So that was kind of the only big major news in February. Um, mm. But which is good because we have a, another big old month coming up for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So March 9th hits and the coronavirus triggered a global recession as numerous countries went into lockdown. The mm -hmm. Dow Jones industrial average suffered its worst single day point drop ever. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of scary. You think so? Um, I, okay. Personally, that stuff obviously doesn't affect me directly right away at least, mm -hmm. but I know what the impacts of those things are. And I know from history, what can happen if the stock market crashes, if we can't come back from that, like mm -hmm. we are able to see the effects of those things. So just as an adult, seeing these things play out, you're like, okay, coronavirus is kind of really doing something right now. And then you're like, okay. Yeah. Like 1917, 1919 all over again. So yeah. What yeah, did you think about scary. it? Um, this was at a point. So my whole perspective on coronavirus has evolved. Um, it's taken a lot of different forms just as new information came out, you know, mm -hmm. um, because I consider myself to be logical. And as I learn new things, my opinions tend to change. I'm not mm -hmm. one of these people that just like makes up my mind and goes to the grave for it no matter what. Mm -hmm. So at the beginning, you know, um, I say I'm disappointed in everyone for not like having seen this coming. And mostly that's me. I'm disappointed in myself because I'm mm -hmm. in that same boat. Like I at no point in, what was it on January 9th or whatever? Yeah. I at no point was like, oh my gosh, we should start like stocking up on beans and, you know, toilet paper. You know, I yeah. was like, I was one of these people that was, didn't think it would ever get to the point that it had. Um, I didn't start wearing my mask until it was required by my, mm -hmm. by the state. Um, so these are all shortcomings of mine, but, uh, all that to say is when the stock market crashed or, you know, went down <clears throat> on this day, all I could think of was, yeah, it'll, you know, in a couple weeks, it'll, it'll be back. back. Yeah. yeah. Like I wasn't, I wasn't worried about it just because I knew like, a very big reason why it did go down was because of all the supply chain stuff that was going on that mm -hmm. had already been going on. So I was already mm -hmm. like, it'll be okay. You know, we're working through it, you know, um, all this. So I, I was still, I was pretty optimistic in terms of the stock market, but I was also probably naively optimistic about the, the whole situation in general. Mm -hmm. But all that to say is now that I have learned more about the risks and how serious the, the virus is, I've gotten a lot more um, serious about it myself. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember like, so March is pretty much right when we and Lincoln went into lockdown and quarantine. That's when Stefan started working from home. Um, yep. That's really when it was first starting to show up in Lincoln and um, there was a little outbreak at Ashley's work. And I just remember feeling so unsafe in my home because mm. I was like, I don't, cause they were going and like, I still was working from home. And I just remember thinking like, <clears throat> I could just be getting it from being at home. Like, I don't know what yeah. this is. We didn't, we didn't know any of the symptoms really yet. And, uh, I'm very just fear driven. So like we were wearing our masks from the very beginning just cause we were like, well, it can't hurt anything. If right. anything, it's inconvenient. And so then when this happened, that's when I was really starting to get scared. But that's just because I'm, I'm out of control and I don't like feeling that way. 
Yeah. But uh, March also brought on everybody else being in quarantine, which introduced me to the world of TikTok. <laughs> That's when I got it. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> and that was when, like you pointed out, Tiger King was a big thing. Yeah. we That was uh, like a national pop culture <laughs> thing. We dove headfirst into the Tiger King train when uh, the lockdown started. So I, I had been working from home for, I think, a few weeks before um, our city did the the actual, like, legit lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we locked down, then my girlfriend, like, didn't work because she, mm-hmm. she can't work from home for what she does. So this is when we started to really, like, binge watch mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. some shows because she was home and uh, she didn't work on the weekends, which was actually really nice, like... Um, of everything that happened this year, I do actually miss those couple weeks just for yeah. that reason. Isn't that weird? I I have this very fond, like nostalgic feeling about. I've like, heard that from a lot of people. Lockdown. Yeah. yeah. I think just because it was such a, a new thing, it's kind of mm-hmm. like, it was kind of like a really long snow day. Yes. You know, even though yeah. think about when you're a kid and there's like a really bad snowstorm uh-huh. and the only good thing about it is you don't have to go to school, to school, but like yeah. you can't really go do anything else. Yeah. Um, that's kind of how I felt about the whole thing. Now, like I have the luxury of saying that because I was still working and getting paid and all this, like I'm sure and, yeah. the people that were severely displaced don't have very nostalgic fond, <laughs> you know, yes. yeah. thoughts about it all. Um, but for me, like it, it actually did represent a pretty interesting time of like, uh, <laughs> fun and doing new things like I couldn't work out the same way that I normally had Mm -hmm. so I had to be a little bit creative with that um my I was dieting pretty pretty strictly up until that point and then I just kind of like let loose and same um let myself day drink like two or three days out of the out of the weekend (laughs) like went on full weekend benders which Mm -hmm. I had never really done before you know we were uh we would make brunch and eat it out in the driveway <laughs> like because it was like, I don't know, 50 degrees. And we thought that was yeah. so nice because it was right out of winter. So I don't know. There was some fun things that we got to do. And yeah, Tiger King was one of them. Yeah. Uh, that's when me and Ashley were like, one day we were just like, well, there's nothing to do. So let's just drink in our driveway. So we made mojitos all day and mm. just laid out and it was so mm-hmm. fun. We're like, should we start the vampire diaries? Like as a joke? Cause we have friends that like are really into it and we're like, LOL. Yeah. Let's like just see what it's about. Yeah. And I've watched it twice since then. And we really put a dent in our couch with our butt prints. Yeah. I and mean, now you're, now you're one of these people, your vampire diaries people. I am. And I'm okay with it. As long as you are. Yeah. So I totally, I totally know what you mean by that. Like early quarantine nostalgia of just like getting like takeout from every restaurant and Mm. like getting to go margaritas in these like tubs and. Yep. Yeah. We used to do uh, fajita Fridays almost religiously. Yeah. We'd go to, (laughs) we'd go to this one Mexican restaurant and get fajitas and Yeah. Yeah, and now it's December and it's freaking cold and I can't leave my house still and it makes me want to bang my head against the wall. Yeah, and it's just old now. I mean, we're not yeah. in like full lockdown anymore. Uh, right. But it, I mean, it would have gotten super old. Like yeah. if I at this point still wasn't able to go to a real gym, I would not be happy. <laughs> I would have peeled my skin off. <laughs> there would be a lot of a lot of issues for me. Granted, I know like, again, that's a, that's a luxury to most. But yeah. It's a necessity for me, though. So. Yeah. Okay, moving on. We'll probably circle back to that. You know, oh, yeah. there's more going on. Uh, May 25th, George Floyd was murdered and sparked nationwide protests. Uh, did you guys have uh, protests where you are? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did I don't too. think, I mean, none of the ones that were in my suburb got um, particularly out of hand. I do remember... Mm-hmm. One instance of a cop car getting set on fire, which was Whoa. like super eerie. That was closer yeah. to downtown. But um, I remember like I'm having a hard time remembering all the details of everything that happened in Kansas City specifically. But I remember mm-hmm. um, 
like Lauren's work was nervous about it because they were supposed to have some march go through their area. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of the places down in the plaza, um, Mm -hmm. like boarded up their windows and stuff Mm -hmm. because they were afraid. I don't know if I can't remember if anything actually happened down there, but yeah. um, Uh, Yeah, I remember. So Lincoln was huge because we're the capital here in Nebraska. mm -hmm. Lincoln and Omaha, it was really big. Uh, Omaha was, uh, I don't know if it was if there was more riots or protests, but, uh, there's quite the, a few in Omaha. I remember. Yeah. The, the diversity is higher in Omaha. So mm-hmm. there was, um, actually, so, okay. What happened was Lincoln, they had a bunch of protests and there was a ton of people live streaming it because the thing was, if you guys remember, that's still right when COVID was hitting. So people mm-hmm. were kind of scared to leave, be mm-hmm. around a lot of people. They were live streaming it. So we would just watch it live stream. And we were at the mall and they said, okay, we have to close early because there's a protest coming this way. We're mm-hmm. like, whoa, that's cr- like kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh, that night we watched it and they walked down 48th street, which was right by our house. And they were just like busting open fire hydrants and just flooding Oof. the streets. And there's like that target and there's like a bunch of businesses right there. They were just uh, bashing the windows and it was wild. We were watching people get tear gassed and... Yeah, it was pretty scary because it that was pretty close to our house, but Lincoln's a lot smaller. I mean, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of places to go, but um, in Omaha, there was another uh, shooting during one of the protests. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure I get his name right. James Surlock, S-C-U-R-L-O-C-K. And he was a person of color that was shot um, and killed. And so that was sparked more. Yeah here in Nebraska specifically. So yeah, I've wondered too, like it seems like this was all the perfect storm of everybody being locked in their houses and then something really, really tragic happening. Yeah. Just like a lot of pent up emotions. And then this just set everybody off because I mean, a lot of the people that were seriously affected by like the, the shutdown and not being able Mm -hmm. to work from home from home are there's a lot of people from people of color in that demographic. Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I have wondered if, if that would have happened at a time where everybody wasn't locked inside and plastered to their screens or whatever, if um, such an important movement would have actually happened. Cause like the police brutality thing or the excessive force thing has been a conversation that's been going on for really as long as I can remember, you know, Mm -hmm. many years that I can remember. But it seems like there had never really been a whole lot of movement on that front. But this year is the first year that I've really felt like, I don't know, like what progress has been made, but just really Mm -hmm. felt like a lot of traction was being made in the conversation Mm -hmm. and like people, it becoming like becoming a part of everybody's conversation. You know, it's harder for for people to pretend like it's not happening when yeah. we're in this position where that's the only thing on the news, that and this pandemic. So you right. kind of like are forced to pay attention to it. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. In I, some ways, maybe it's a good thing that yeah. the shutdown happened if it brought light to something like this in a way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Speaking out mm-hmm. of my butt, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're definitely speaking into a space that we have no what's the word experience yeah like we're two white people <laughs> right but like i agree like i'm just saying it's, I, it's interesting like yeah it's it was this perfect culmination of you know maybe this the response would have been the same because it had been culminating for so many yeah. years but also it was this very interesting and unique situation where the entire country was like sitting on their hands, like not able to go do anything, just watching the news, trying to figure out when they could go back to work. And then all of a sudden, you know, I'm sure there's, I'm positive there are people in this country that have either been unaware of like these social issues or just like trying to pretend like they don't exist that are, Mm -hmm. that had been forced to at least, you know, at least ingest the information in a very consistent way. Yeah. So I agree. Just a a thought that I had no real opinions, but (laughs) good thought. 
Um, moving into April, April 28th, the Pentagon released videos of unidentified flying objects. And nobody bad an eye. Nobody bad an eye. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I was having a conversation with one of my friends about this. Like, seems like in, in the last year, there have been a few cases of like weird alien things. Yes. Not, not just like the, the normal stories, you know, like, oh my gosh, I saw a UFO, but like mm-hmm. actual government admission of, yeah, mm-hmm. there's, there might be some things going on there, you know? Yeah. And people are just like, okay, yeah, but the virus or okay, yeah, <laughs> but the election or okay, yeah, but you know, it's, it's the perfect time for the government yep. or the aliens or whoever it is to start, you know, f- kind of spoon feeding us information so that yep. when it actually becomes um, fact and there's aliens among us, we're kind of like, yeah, we saw that coming. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, we knew. They just kind of, yeah, they let us, let us right to the water. We just, all we had to do is drink, you know? <laughs> yeah. That is freaky to me. It's weird. I'm ready. <laughs> People keep saying it's the end. I, I feel like it's just the beginning. Just the beginning. <laughs> like the aliens coming. I feel like it's the beginning of a new era. Okay. Either we all die or we all ascend one way or the other. You think they're going to let us go anywhere else? They've seen what we've done here. Maybe they're helping us. Could they help faster? Well, I mean... Or is this like them letting natural selection play out and then we'll... Whoever. It's, it's not a bad theory. <laughs> there there are some some people who think that like these really terrible things happen and then... Like the aliens are kind of just watching over us and they'll like, uh, I don't know, slightly intervene just to like kind of get us back on track to try and figure it out ourselves like this giant oh experiment. <laughs> oh my God. You know, like if, if a rat is in a maze and it's just not, you know, not going to figure it out and you kind of <laughs> just like pick it up and turn it around and then it realizes it can go that way. There's some people that think that the aliens are... I'm not... I don't know if I'm one of these people. It's I was like, are you? Are you one of these people? I, I don't really have any theories, but I'm open to the idea. You are? I mean, if it's going to happen... <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> what good does it do to not be open? They could teach it's us something. It's just funny. Like you are like, Ugh, Sarah's the conspiracy theorist. And then you're like, but aliens are real. And they're coming say for you. aliens are real. Okay. Here's the difference between you and me. You hear a theory and you you see something on Twitter and you take it as fact. I do not take it as fact. I see something and I say, that would be interesting. And then I, 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 I kind of go fact. through the, the thought experiment. <laughs> I do the exact same thing as you do. I say, hmm, that's got some validity to it. And no. then I, the difference is that I deep dive and let it absorb into my eyeballs for six hours straight. And then I disassociate from reality. You are able to stay grounded in reality. I think that's the same thing. But um, yeah, I'll let it go because I don't, I don't have any prime examples. But I, I feel like, <laughs> no, you know what? I'll let it go. Okay, that's good. I don't want to argue about this with you. It's growth. I'm not saying right. that a- aliens exist. <laughs> I'm just saying it would be interesting if they did. <laughs> it would definitely be interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. All right, moving on. Sometime in August, I couldn't find a specific date. Uh, murder hornets decided to. Make they an came appearance. and went. Like they they were gone <laughs> yeah. as soon as they came. I'm still not convinced that they're real. I know. I remember hearing that they were like in Maine, and that they if you got stung, you could die. And That's I was true like, true of like almost anything, though. I know, but it was just so like big news for like a day and a half, and I was like, oh my gosh, what else could happen? And then it was gone, yeah. and I was like, oh okay. It did seem like uh, the okay, what's next mo- moment. Mm-hmm. I kind of am disappointed that they didn't become a bigger deal. Yeah. Like maybe the aliens wiped them out. They knew that we couldn't handle them. They're like, they're not ready. They're like, they're, they, this, would, this would be the nail in the coffin for them. Let's just, <laughs> <We can't. laughs> let's just control Z on that species. <laughs> or just we'll contain them somehow so they don't yeah. get any further. But yeah, I don't know. Seems kind of fishy. Seems sus. Very sus. Um, August 4th, the Beirut explosion happened. I forgot about that too. Yeah, I watched a lot of it on TikTok because people from 
that area were uploading TikToks of it happening and then mm-hmm. being, you know, a mile away and their windows being blasted out. Mm-hmm. It was insane. The amount of force behind that explosion. Did they ever confirm what it was? Like I, at one point they said it was a ammunition factory that exploded, but was it, was it an attack of some sort? Um, I had read that it was just like an accident. Like yeah. there was some, uh, or gas so they that, say, yeah. What's the, what's the conspiracy here, Sarah? That, yeah, that the government did it or something. I don't know <laughs> yeah. if there was really, I didn't get into explosion conspiracy theory because those are easy to, it's like 9-11, you know? There's, it's like, not easy, but it's just like, someone could say, well, X, Y, and Z did it. And you're like, yeah, I, yeah, I guess. But then there's nothing really deeper than that. Okay. Not it's the just, there's, there was nothing the, left though. There's nothing yeah. left of the building to even be able to like, mm-hmm in surrounding areas. So yeah, but that was pretty terrible as well. Mm -hmm. 2020 was just chock full of it. Definitely. Um, August 28th, Chadwick, is it Bosman or Bozeman? Uh, I, I say Bozeman, but okay. From black Panther died after a four year long battle with colon cancer, which surprised everyone because he had kept his diagnosis a secret. I had no idea. Yeah. Like I had suspicions that he was sick because some image of him cropped up a few months prior to this and he just looked very, very thin. But Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, he's just doing it for a role. Yeah. Because this is a thing that actors do and he's a really good actor. The crazy thing about this was he did all these Avengers movies and like very, really like physically demanding parts Mm -hmm. while he was, he had cancer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude's crazy. I think that just goes to show when people are dedicated to their craft, maybe. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm interested. There is a, a Black Panther 2 coming out. They just announced. I'm interested to oh. see what they do there. Oh, like it's not like release. Like he acted in it. Like they're like going to film it. Yeah. I don't think they've started it yet. Oh, well, that's kind of like when... Um, the Hunger Games was being filmed and Philip Seymour Hoffman died that they digitally animated his face onto an actor. Yeah, they did that with uh, Star Wars too. Yeah. um, Is her name Carrie? Yeah. (laughs) Fisher? Carrie Fisher. Yeah, when she (laughs) died, they did that same thing. Yeah, that's so crazy that they can even do that. Yeah says that Marvel will not replace Bozeman's character in Black Panther 2. Interesting. They will focus on other Black Panther characters. Mm. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Um, also in August, the West Coast wildfires started. And if I'm correct, I remember one of them, because there are several, I think there was like 11 up and down the West Coast, mm-hmm. uh, was started by a gender reveal explosion. This is what I heard too. I don't, I, I didn't know if it was ever confirmed, but. Yeah. They like, I don't know, shot something off and it caught fire and Classic. lit up the whole entire West coast. Rednecks. Which was insane because I was actually able to experience the actual, not the actual fire, but the effects of the wildfire and mm-hmm. the surrounding areas of actual like ash coming down like snow and your right. car being covered in ash and right. not being able to see because it's so dark from the smoke and the fire. Like it is and smelling the smoke and like not being able to breathe. Mm. It's wa- crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't know. You hear like a wildfire and you're like, yeah, it's like your brain it, just doesn't understand it till you're there and you can experience yeah. it's it. It's another one of these things that people from not that area don't really recognize as real. Like earthquakes or, you know, anything that we've never really experienced before. Yeah. It was so odd. I learned a lot doing or like experiencing it. I did a lot of research while we were out there and seeing why these things happen and why they're more common now. And uh, there's actually people I follow on Instagram. I've never met them, but they were in Portland and um, I was able to like reach out to them and say like, wow, we're here too. Like, I hope you guys are doing like empathize with people now. Right. Um, which is a unique experience, but man, yeah. it's, it's terrifying. 
Yeah, that's crazy. Um, what mm-hmm. do you think about gender reveals in general? I think they're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can say only it. Be- I, only because it's just like, I think when they're huge, like when they're big deal, you know, like when you're shooting something off or like there was mm-hmm. one in like South Carolina, they shot something off and it literally killed somebody. It like yeah. exploded in a piece of shrapnel, killed the grandma. Decapitated the grandma. <laughs> and it's just like. That's what happened. <laughs> I, I'm just laughing because it's like absurd that yeah. that's. Like, um, some of our friends do them and they're just like, you bite into a cupcake and it's like, yay. Yeah. But it's like, not this, like, no one's going to die. Hopefully eating a cupcake. I don't know. A cupcake could go wrong. Yeah. (laughs) And they usually pair it with their like baby shower. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. I don't know if I'll do it just because I'm like, it's one of the two. Yeah. So. Yeah, I uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with the concept, mm-hmm. but there's something severely wrong about the execution most of the time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like when it's People this giant over-the-top thing. I mean, yeah. they're just doing that to be on the internet. I, yeah. That's my opinion. I feel the same way about people that do really, really extravagant um, engagements in like, you mm-hmm. know, things mm-hmm. like this, um, just so that they can post it on Instagram or post a video of it to YouTube or whatever. Yeah. Though I'm also a cynic, so. Yes. I won't do something super (laughs) extravagant. I could see myself doing like a small, like for friends and fam or mostly just for family. Yeah. um, Little, little thing, but yeah, I'm not going to like set the, the forest on fire. So everyone knows I'm having a boy. (laughs) The entire West coast. Not that obviously that wasn't their intention, but come on. They got to pay for it now. Yeah. Can you imagine? (laughs) (laughs) Well, there was, there was a bunch, uh, I hate talking about things that happened in the past because I sound like such an idiot, but a few years ago, there was another really big fire that was started by some kid like lighting off Mm -hmm. fireworks and Mm -hmm. he like, I mean, he got caught. I can't remember if he admitted to it or they just found out that he did it and is on the hook for like hundreds of billions of dollars. Like, at that point, how do, how are you even in trouble? How do you actually, like, there's yeah. no way that he can even put a dent into that sort of debt. I know. I don't know what he does to, like, be like, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of, For I mean, kids, it's kind of, it's, it's comical to me. I mean, but even if you're, like, a set of adults and imagine you're just, like, two, you know, middle class people, yeah. you will never... In your no. entire life or multiple lifetimes over make enough money to repay yeah. that debt, you know? So what yeah. do they what do they actually do? I don't know. That's a good question. Someone tell me so I can <laughs> sleep tonight. <laughs> uh, moving into September, Ruth Bader Ginsburg died and she was the second ever woman to be elected to the Supreme High Court. Yeah. R.I.P. R.B.G. R.I.P. It's pretty sad. This, is, this um, but, is only a list of bad things. I'm just not realizing. Yeah. Um, I couldn't really find a lot of good things. <laughs> Tiger Fair. King. Tiger King was back in March. Yeah, that's true. Uh, November 7th, Joe Biden becomes the president-elect with the first ever woman vice president, Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. What did you think of that? <laughs> you want you want my political opinion? <laughs> Um, Go for it. This is who I voted for. So there was that. Yeah. I think the Um, first woman vice president thing is really cool. I think it'll be even cooler when she becomes the first woman president here in six months. (laughs) I'm Joe Croaks. (laughs) I'm not saying that he'll croak, but (laughs) just, you know, I don't know. Um, Yeah, I cried when it happened because of that, seeing her become the first. I told Stefan, like, um, whether it would have been a Republican or a Democratic president-elect woman, vice president or president, I probably would have been emotional. There's something about Ruth Bader Ginsburg dying weeks before that, Mm -hmm. being the second, you know, elected woman to the Supreme Court and then not only that, she's biracial, which is also pretty 
-hmm. Some people will say it's a political move on Joe Biden's part because of the climate now. And maybe it is, maybe it's not. It still stands to reason she's the first woman and first biracial woman. Still an objective fact. Yeah. And it's amazing. And, um, it, I saw a lot of videos of little girls watching that. Oh, it like makes me emotional talking about it now. Mm-hmm. It's just cool. You know, it women cool. have fought to have a seat at the table. So mm-hmm. right on. Yeah. I'm all for it. I'm all for powerful women. Yeah. Have you seen also that the new communications department for the white house is only made up of women? Well, there's one woman from Omaha, Nebraska. Really? Yes. The communications department of the White House. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Something like that. Women are better at communicating than men generally. So. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much been kind of circulating the news as of recent. Mm -hmm. Um. Because. Because it's a thing that happened a month ago. Yeah. Well, and just what was it yesterday or Sunday? It was confirmed that he. Like the courts. Yeah, they said, officially called. Yeah, they called it. Yeah. Um, I think it was Monday, but the December 14th. If I'm correct in my memory. Yeah, I'm trying to find what the actual terminology is, but. Anyway, it's so, legit now. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting to see what happens in the next. Yeah, yes. It will be. A few months and a few years. <laughs> yeah, the next four years. Um, and so then that brings us to December 14th. The first COVID-19 vaccination started to be distributed outside of clinical trials, kicking off the most urgent mass immunization campaign since polio shots in the 1950s, mm-hmm. which is wild. Yeah. the uh, The first... First person to get it in the UK was a like 94-year-old woman or something. Really? And the first person to get it in the United States was a, a black woman. Yes, from, I saw a, that. A She's a nurse. Jamaica or something, I think. That yeah. Is here. Yeah. In New York, right? Yep. Yeah. Just pretty cool. It Nobody's is. turned to uh, zombies yet, I don't think. <laughs> I texted yet. I texted our, our family group chat because our mom is a nurse and I was like asking questions about it. And she said that they're prioritizing the hospitals and she works at a clinic. So no word on when she'll get it yet. And I was like, uh, any word on how long it'll take for us all to turn into zombies or. (laughs) Yeah. She said it's a delayed effect. (laughs) Yeah. Don't want to quote that. We're all zombies in one way or another. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to Stefan asking if he was going to get it or how he felt about it. And he might not actually be able to get it because they said people who have Severe adverse reaction to medication are advised not. Mm. And he is allergic to ibuprofen to the point where he would die. (laughs) He's super allergic. Um, There's a little concern because I'm allergic to amoxicillin, but I just get hives. So Mm. the thing that I told Stefan, which was weird, is that I'm like, I've never been alive or like had to make a decision about like like when I get vaccinations or like a shot, it's like something that's been around since like the fifties, you know? Right. It's never like, okay, this was invented months ago. Like, it's just weird to be in a time where like, like a time like polio where it's like being mass distributed to people to like, right. I don't know. It's just kind of crazy to think of. <laughs> I don't know it how is. to explain yeah, it. And I, I, uh, I have been pretty vocal about, I'm not, in any hurry to like get in line, you know, I'm not rushing out to feel like I need to get vaccinated. Um, it's kind of morbid to think about, but I think by the time it gets to the point where people like you and I are considering whether or not we should, we should go get it. Um, there will be a lot of data about how it affects people. Like I think there's going to be a lot more people that are prioritized before we ever have a chance to get it. So we'll see what happens. Which I'm also okay with. Like yeah. <laughs> if there's people that need it more than me, I'm, I'm okay. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, my whole thing recently has been whether, you know, this, this is not really the right way to think about the whole thing, but I don't care if I get it, you know, 
Um, the only reason I'm on high alert lately is because of going to see our family and stuff around mm-hmm. the, around the holidays. Um, I should care more about like giving it to other people and like the whole effect of the mass spread. But mm-hmm. all that to say, like, I know if I got it, I would be fine. So I'm not super concerned about rushing out and getting a vaccine. Um, as long as the people that I care about are able to get it, you know, and our parents yeah. would be prioritized over us anyway. So, yeah. So it works out. We'll see what it happens. Does. It is, it is super interesting. Like the technology of the vaccine is really revolutionary. The way that it's, um, the way that it behaves. And mm-hmm. I don't know, this is another one of these points, um, similar to the, the riots that we're talking about. I, I wonder if this, um, pandemic had to happen for like this revolution in in medical science maybe you know like maybe this i don't know anything about it so yeah don't quote me on anything but maybe this will open the door <laughs> to some more um p- possibilities like in terms of treating mm-hmm. other really serious um viruses or diseases or anything um mm-hmm. it's too soon to tell you know i might be yeah. eating crow here in a couple of weeks when we're all zombies but I don't know. Stuff like that is exciting to me. Just like progress and innovation um, kind of gets my my heart going. So yeah, I think it's cool. Yeah. So that's literally up to date because we're recording this the day after that those first vaccines have been distributed. Yeah. So we'll see if everyone's still around in a couple months. <laughs> yeah. By the time this comes out, we might not be here to listen to it. Maybe World War Z. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Well, that's 2020 in a little nice wrapped bow present. <laughs> hope, hope 2021 is just only good things happen. Only good things. Yeah. Our recap next year is only positive things. Yeah. I remember when 2020 started, everybody was hyped because of like, it's 2020, like new year, new vision, like all of these well, things. I went to a roaring 20s party. It was like oh, the last nice. time I was around more than five people at a time. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that was a huge disappointment. <clears throat> we were all... <laughs> 2020 really let us down. Really but you know, that, I think that's what happens when you get your hopes up. Oh, everybody, so that's why we shouldn't. Everybody, you know, was bringing in the new decade. Yeah. This is going to be new decade, new me. Yeah. Um, Not me. Humble nope. pie. Humble pie. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. My friend, uh, she said the Lord does serve humble pie. So. And he serves it hot. Serves it hot. <laughs> All right. Well, every week, Jake and I do a go-to for that week. So Jake, what is your go-to this week? Um, my go-to this week is sandwiches. Okay. Um, <clears throat> my voice is failing me. I just love sandwiches and uh, every day, like this has become one of my staple snacks. Um, To most Mm -hmm. people, it's a meal, but for the amount of calories that I'm eating lately, it's like a small snack for me. Oh my gosh. So, I mean, I'm on this, it's not actually that small, but I'm on this kind of like five or six smaller meals schedule right now Mm -hmm. as opposed to three large meals. So um, this is... A, a big fat turkey sandwich is my post dinner meal. And I, that's the only meal that I look forward to. Wow. I love it. Like I, I have pre-sliced tomatoes. I've got lettuce, you know, I've got okay. uh, pickles, you know, I used to just make like, just throw turkey and cheese on bread and some mustard and eat that. But I'm like, mm-hmm. I've really gone hard on the sandwich fixings because mm-hmm. It's my favorite time of day. Do you toast your bread? No, I don't. Um, but the other day I recommended that Lauren, she wanted to make like a grilled cheese and turkey mm-hmm. sandwich. Um, I told her to put it in the waffle maker because we just got Ooh. a waffle maker. And, you know, it's basically just a panini press, just a different shape. Yeah. And she kind of looked at me weird at first and I was like, <clears throat> it does the exact same thing as a panini press. So yeah. just try it. And whew, I'm going to have to be doing that. Mine are too thick though, because I put like, I buy um, 
two of the 16 ounce like deli turkey things and then mm-hmm. i put like half of one of those on an entire sandwich so like eight <laughs> ounces of shredded or uh sliced turkey so it gets pretty thick but yeah i might have to try just toasting my my bread i haven't done that yeah so yeah, i do just sandwiches nothing fancy right on what about you mine's coffee and relapse <laughs> i go to the thing too is small businesses their biggest time is the end of the year and like christmas time and everything and whereas my sales have kind of slowed down because people have already bought like their Christmas gifts and stuff. I still have a lot I need to do. Mm. And right now is just not the time for me to be like getting full days during the week, not doing anything. Mm. Um, so I told myself once Christmas and everything is over, I can take like a week off of work and like log out of social media. Yeah and turn my brain off and then maybe i'll just not drink coffee so i can just sleep all day just like shut my brain off completely turn take all of the stimulants out of my body mm-hmm. and just buckle in with a big slice of brie cheese and some <laughs> great british bake-off just eat i did cheese. that when i graduated college i bought just like a pound of brie and crackers and i just sat on the floor and watched keeping up with kardashians for like a week mm. And it was amazing. What a way to celebrate. It was great. Man. So I'll probably do that again. Nice. Yeah. I need, a, I need, I need something to celebrate so I can do something like that. Yeah. It was, I need a win. Oh, Brie is so good. Mm. But coffee is my go-to this week. All right. All right, guys. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Relatively Relatable. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and write a review of our show if you haven't already. And if you want to stay connected with us, you can find us on Instagram at Relatively Relatable Pod. Thanks for listening and we'll see you guys next time.